Previously on Finish It. Now, why would Professor Gaga open a box that blows up <laughs> knowing that three kids in his house have not had his immortality formula? Because he's trying to prove that the bomb won't hurt him. Well, he's got quite a mess to clean up, and the Marines are <laughs> right outside the door. <laughs> I'm Matt Ewell. And I'm Chris Ewell. Welcome to Finish It. The Completionist's Choose Your Own Adventure podcast. Every page, every ending, every book, every treasure chest contains the hopes and dreams of a pirate's heart. That's, I think that's probably true. Yeah, I don't... I'm not just making these up, buddy. I can cut out the little spaces in between if you want. <laughs> yes, so you just say it. Just <laughs> say nobody will notice. It won't sound weird at all. Uh, hey, how's it going? Welcome back to recording the podcast. Thanks, uh, Matt. Chris. Welcome back to you. Thanks a bunch. It's only it's, been a couple of days. Just been a couple of days since Finish It Friday nights. <laughs> finish It Friday nights. Now we're back Happened. to Finish It Sunday nights. Yeah, <laughs> Sunday later nights when everyone else. Is asleep because they don't yeah. want to hear this. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. when we start talking. <laughs> oh, so we're getting back into Deadwood City this week, which is very exciting because I think we're getting close to the end. Yeah, that was a fun little diversion into an undead school that we didn't quite get around to get into the school or yeah. seeing any zombies. But uh, yeah, now it's back to work in the wild, wild west. Man, uh, just to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up the wrap ups. Um, Hey, you want to get crazy today? We could do a segment and, and then do a fun fact from Deadwood. Isn't that wild? Do you want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> are, are we Where's do- the energy? What's wrong, with, what's wrong with us tonight? I don't know. Should we start over? Should we start over and try to pump up the energy? No, I don't. No, I don't want to. What's going no. on with us? I you think just had a road fine. trip. We'll get into it. Yeah, I just got back from a little road trip. I've been working all weekend. Yeah. Um, I'm in jail. <laughs> so I'm getting a lot of looks right now. Which is a great... Looks from people, from inmates who are like, that's the guy from that podcast <laughs> where they read interactive fiction books and it's so fun. Yeah, I know what it is. Shut up. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's had to tell someone. God, Steve. Oh, um, Steve. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Steve. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm feeling like a little, a little low energy. I'm not feeling down or anything. So no worries, everybody. <laughs> Just a little... <laughs> A little light on the energy scale. Maybe is there segments? Is this segment something that's gonna wake my yeah. bones up? Yes. It's what is it? What gonna... is it? We, it's a it's a data dump. Oh. Data dump. Data dump. Data dump. Data dump. Like every time I play that song, you try to say it the same way you said it in that song, but I <laughs> yeah. put like effects on it. Like I lowered the pitch of it. I'm gonna like get. That's it. not just your voice. I'm gonna get it eventually. Okay. <laughs> Wait till you. I was sick trying to try sing like um, you know that song from Dirty Dancing that I had to time of our lives. Thing? Yeah. I was singing that in the car. I think I got that guy's voice pretty good. Really? Oh, that's pretty good. Like that. We should do that as karaoke song. I'm going to do it as a karaoke son. Well, but I'm going to do it with this. I think I've done it as karaoke. Well, anyway, data dump. Data dump. Data dump. So, Time to uh, check in with the Yule log. Yeah, as mentioned last week, uh, we're getting close to the end of this thing. So we went through to figure out just how close we are. Oh, my gosh. It's getting extremely close. It is. Maybe so should... of the 113. Oh. Really close. I don't know what's the one thing I'm supposed to say. <laughs> I'm not sure, actually. I jumped the gun a little bit. Here, try again. All right. Of the, okay. Wait. Try what again? Just to say what you were saying. Okay. Of the 113 pages in the book, well, we've read 106. Wait. 106. That's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so we have seven seven pages left. Wait. Sorry, go ahead. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> seven pages seven left. 
pages left. And of those seven pages, no. do you got you want to know how should I say how many are endings? Yeah, how many are ending? Of the seven, five of them. <laughs> That's so fantastic news. We have seven pages total left to read, and then we're done with this book. And we have five of those pages are endings. Huh. Um, so pretty do exciting our business. stuff. Um, and I'm just realizing that um, part of this should definitely be talking about what we're going to read next. And I haven't given it any thought since we talked about this two days ago. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I haven't either. But I did see like one or two tweets. Um, oh, I yeah. Mouse on a Moose chimed in and said, oh, also my opinion. I really like Edward Packard and I'd be sad to move away from his books, but I'd keep listening no matter what. Get top Aww. marks for that response. Yeah. But I did, I did kind of get a little nostalgic when I read that one. I was like, yeah, I would actually kind of be bummed out. To move away like i feel like there is so much more to explore here so if anybody feels really strongly about us moving away like wants us to try some other inter- interactive fiction let us know because i feel like right now i'm really leaning towards living in the choose your own adventure universe a little longer yeah but yeah uh, i think i'm with you on that yeah if anyone feels different please let us know because for... we're, yeah, we're down to explore yeah and we but, can always say, you know, when we vote for the next book, it could be a choose your own and another thing and another thing or whatever. Yeah. Our minds and our bodies are open. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true. Uh, so, yeah, that's the data dump. The dump is the data. The data has been dumped. And I have a, now, I have a prediction, a prediction <gasps> about about what's to come in the next seven pages. Oh, yeah. There. That's the dangle. that I worked so hard to force into my body just which just floated away with that song. Oh, see I'm I feel revitalized. I'm ready to go. So here's my prediction for the for the, the final 7 pages of this book. If you can and, even uh, make it, predictions. I can't. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was a how did there's that burn that, feel? There's that energy. Yep. <laughs> so my prediction and if you disagree I I have a a, a punishment for me. Um, or if, if I'm wrong, essentially, okay. but I, my, my prediction is that in the last seven pages of this book, we will learn nothing new. It will be reiterations <laughs> of other endings, uh, just said differently. We will, we will, uh, die of dehydration in a desert. Uh, we will do something with cattle and sheep ranchers one way or another, or we will go to silver Springs. Uh, nothing uh, new. No, no, no Bigfoot meeting. No. Um, I mean, but it's somewhat about something small. Yeah, no, small. Yeah, small would be interesting, and and no, I don't think that even a, I'll take that a small new thing. I'll take that bet. Okay, excellent. So whoever whoever if, if I'm if I am wrong, I will compose for you a little jangle about how great you are. Ooh, okay. And then if I'm wrong, I'll compose a jangle about how great I am. Mm. <laughs> what? What's how about you, if you, you? You don't have to compose a jangle about how great I am, but you do have to compose a jangle about how wrong you were about that thing. <laughs> I'll compose a jangle about how wrong I was <laughs> and how great you are at being right. Okay, hey, it's excellent. a it's a so, gentleman's bet. Let's shake hands. Nice. So we did a thing. We did a bit where we just shook our hands in the air. <laughs> I just shook my screen. I'm not sure what yeah. I was going for there. <laughs> um, okay, so that's exciting. Our first predictions. Gamble. <laughs> Come up with a name for that. <laughs> it's just becoming more and more gambling on this show. Feel free, everybody out there, to bet on the outcome as well. And maybe one of you could organize a pool and uh, you could bet your actual money. And, uh, you know, maybe we could all start making some money. Yeah. If you bet through us, we'll take a percentage. Yeah, we'll take a small personal. Uh, percentage. I actually don't even know how any of that works enough to make a joke about it. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, I think I think we d- both don't know enough to make the joke, but have already got ourselves into legal trouble. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of betting your own money, what a great segue to this week's Deadwood fun fact. All right, let's do it. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is? That's right. 
It's time for Deadwood. Sad. Yeehaw. Hey. <laughs> it is not a sad. This is a fun time fact this week. Again. We'll again, see. I'm bringing you we'll see. a good time sad uh, fact. bit of information. Um, This week, we're talking about saloon number 10 uh, in Deadwood. Uh, known as a place where, yes, Wild Bill Hickok was shot sadly in the back of okay, his head. Okay, come on, sad fact. Which is now reenacted four times daily for families. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so salute number 10 is where that happened. So it's a famous place. Uh, if you watch the Deadwood show, it's a, it's a, it's a big, uh, it's a set that's used frequently. Um, sorry, I had to burp. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, people like to refer to Saloon Number Ten as the only museum in the world with a bar. Okay, because it is a bar, because and it's got lots of old timey stuff in it, photos from throughout history. And they say they have the chair that Wild Bill Hickok was shot in, and I'm, mm. I'm not to disparage Saloon Number Ten, but I, I don't, I don't think that's true. The original <laughs> Saloon Number Ten was a wooden shed that burned down, and the the first time Deadwood City burned all the way down. And then it all burned down again. And then now it's now there's another saloon number ten. So I don't know. If, I guess maybe the chair made it through the. You know there was some creep fires. who like right after it happened he was like, "Can I grab that chair? Excuse me, I'm just gonna grab the chair. Yeah, no, it's just, I'm just gonna grab the chair. Oh, for, don't worry, I'm just, yeah, just gonna take the chair. She won't rest my bones. <laughs> and um, the museum's yeah, so, named after that person now. <laughs> exactly. So saloon number 10 is a museum. There is cool, neat stuff you can look at there. And then also you can drink a lot of drinks. If you go to Yelp, you might hear from Doug B. from Jacksonville, Florida, who says, (laughs) what an amazing place you can drink yourself stupid in this place. You may also hear from Giselle from Liberty, Missouri, who says, fun place. It was a bit crowded. Hot dogs were good. Hey, nice. So there's a couple little pro tips. So um, People seem happy about it. Yeah, the people have a good time there. The only complaints I saw were like, oh, it's really touristy. And it's like, yeah, that's going to be a touristy place. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so Saloon Number 10 opened up uh, real early in the history of this illegal town, Deadwood. Okay. Uh, and it is where Wild Bill was shot to death. Ooh. And uh, there's actually not a whole lot more to say about it. Really? No, here. It was frequented by many American Old West characters, including uh, Texas Jack, California Joe, Buffalo Bill Cody, Doc Holiday. You everybody knows who Doc Holiday is. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Poker Alice. I don't Okay. Wyatt Earp and Potato Creek Johnny. We talked about Potato Creek Johnny. Yep. So in honor of a couple of those people, there are some pretty cool cocktails that you can get at this place. Ooh, really? You yeah, you can get the I'm your Huckleberry. Uh oh. That's a Doc Holiday one. Remember when he says Armor? Is that something he said in real life too, or just in the cool movie? I don't know. Do you think that was just a Val Kilmer improvisation that I think so. I think it's just something Val Kilmer says all the time. That's a tall, sexy glass of 44 North vodka, club soda, splash of cranberry juice, twist of lime. Ooh, that sounds all right. Which uh, the menu says pairs well with day drinking. <laughs> That's a very good <laughs> menu. Great. So we're today we're going to do an honorary choose your own beverage. This isn't a cocktail we created, but it's a cocktail created by uh, Saloon Number Ten. That sounds pretty cool, and people could try it at home, kind of. Delightful. Also, I just wanted to reuse this jangle. It's a good one. Choose your own beverage because this party, this party, see where OB. It's CYOB. Choose your own beverage. Yeah, so today, oh, I forgot what that cow sound. There's a cow sound. I forgot. I always put a cow. Today's cocktail. All the jangles are so chill and relaxed. You're putting me to sleep so hard. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so Uh tired. Yep. Um, here's the cocktail. Everybody's gonna love this. It's a Wild Bill's Old Fashioned. Old fashioned is a easy cocktail to make. It is a classic. It's real good as so long as you like drinking bourbon. Sure. So the first thing you're gonna need, you can't get. This was a trick. 
What? It's Saloon Number Ten's Buffalo Trace Bourbon Barrel Select. They got a special bourbon there. Okay. So well, you can just get. You're a gonna bourbon, have though. to go there to get the real thing. But yeah. at home, if it's you got a Buffalo bourbon. Trace Bourbon or yeah. Rye or something, you can use that. Then you'll need a Luxardo Cherry, a Sugar Cube. Oh, I love those things. The Luxardo Cherry. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what if you're just like, who said Sugar Cubes? <laughs> I love Sugar Cubes. Um. So again, Luxardo <laughs> Cherry, Sugar Cube, <laughs> Orange Bitters, and an Orange Twist. Just a bit orange. Punch them up. Punch them up. Yum yum yum. <laughs> You take that sugar cube, you drop it in your glass, a little bit of water, and you'll never make good. it into the glass. <laughs> yeah, Chris will jump by and catch it in midair, back and forth. He catches it. Uh, but get, just get a box of them so you get one in there eventually. Crush that up in a little water, make a little simple syrup, toss the orange bitters in there. Uh, plop the Luxardo cherry. No, you know what? Put the bourbon in first. That's more fun. And then plop the cherry in there. You can yeah, use take ice. Out two cherries, you don't though, have to and use eat ice. one of them because those cherries are delicious. Yeah, they are. They are really good. This is a great cocktail to drink when you're eating an entire jar of Luxardo cherries. Mm-hmm, I bet. Which you are allowed to do because you bought them and you're an adult. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you know, pour bourbon to taste. That's to taste it. what? To taste uh, to the degree of bourbon taste that you want. Uh, you want, okay. Do you want to that's, taste sugar? Or do you want bourbon to taste bourbon to taste? Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know that I would pour very much of it. Yeah, you don't have if to. If I'm being honest. Again, you're grown up. You bought the bourbon. Okay. Yeah. I'm just looking up real quick here. Sure. Uh, Deluxardo cherries, they don't have any alcohol in them, right? They're just... Yeah, no, they don't. Uh, yeah, so those are... <laughs> Luxardo cherries are alcohol-free, and like maraschino cherries are generally pretty gnarly, but if you haven't had these... Treat yourself. They're so tasty. Yeah, they're like the densest little <laughs> sweet chunks of fruit. Like a rich kind of sweetness. Mm. Like a good sweet sesame chicken, but without the chicken. Deep, deep syrupy. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Mm-mm. I was going to take a nap and dream about cherries. Yeah, get a little we'll, diabetes we'll be right rest. Back. Yeah. So um, that's your fun fact all wrapped up around a cocktail recipe. Delightful. It's like a segment inside of a segment inside of a segment. That's that's right. Thanks for that. It's like Inception. We're still talking about that movie, right? Yeah, I think that's still a reference that people care about. Yeah. Is that a thing people can do yet? What's that? Inception. Inception? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I guess the answer is I don't know. I was thinking really hard about it, but uh, I didn't come up with any answers. Okay. Well, how was your read this week, Matt? Oh, is it time for a read tease? It is. That's the only new thing I made this week. All right. Read tease. Read tease. Ooh, that was that's kind of exciting. Thanks. How was it though? How was your read? Tease me. Tease I did me. It last, I already teased it last week, but I'll re-tease. Yeah, re-tease. I should have done what I call it a re-tease. re-tease. <laughs> you can pretend that that jangles. It's actually re-tease. closer to what I said than yeah. re-tease. Yeah. Um. So my tease from last week. We're not week, working real a, hard on those consonants. As a, as a re-tease recap, it was that uh, I got yet another ending that I have no idea if we've read this page or not. <laughs> Uh, it is so similar to other things. I just I don't have a way of knowing if we weren't keeping that chart, and I haven't checked the chart against the page. Okay, okay. Um, so I may not have gotten anything new to this. Would you like my retease? I would like it. This retease comes courtesy of Bon Jovi. That's my retease. Okay. <laughs> Did you just play Thanks, a little bon Jovi. Of, of Bon Jovi? Could you not hear it? It was quiet. It was. I was. It was. Quiet. It was like in the background, like you're just playing it to yourself. <laughs> It'll sound better for our <laughs> listeners. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Should we dive in? Well, I'm kind of excited about your. Re- I just want to ask you what it is, but I guess I'll find out. Yeah, you let's dive in. You can't. That's cheating the system. You right. never cheat the system. Imagine yourself. I want to say it this time. Oh, didn't you say? It? Okay. Did I say it last time? I don't know. Just say it. Imagine yourself. <laughs> on, well, now I'm feeling weird about it. <laughs> you can tell it sounds weird. Yeah, it sounds weird. Say it so it doesn't weird. sound weird. I don't feel confident. Just say it regularly. 
You could do it. Imagine yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't say it right. You could say it right. It sounded fun. <clears throat> okay. Imagine yourself. <laughs> All right, just don't look at me. Don't look at me while I say it. Look away. Look somewhere. No, look somewhere else. Imagine yourself. <laughs> no, I can't say it. I can't say it right. Or you Do say it. Do a voice. Do a character voice. Imagine yourself on nice. horseback, riding along a desert trail, humming a tune. There you go. Who <laughs> wouldn't take that seriously? Here we are. We got bored of our old job as a cowhand. We left. Now we're looking down at Deadwood City. Mountains in the background is a dusty, cool breeze. Should have stayed of where we were. Unhappy people running around this creepy little town. Real worried. We got three options. We can go to a saloon. We can go to a hotel for a nap. Or we can go meet up with the sheriff. Now, it says you've been working as a cowhand in the Old West, but it was boring. So you packed yeah. up and headed to Deadwood City. Do you think yeah. you were actually further west? I think it seems to me like the Old West must be further east. Oh, because that used to be as west as anybody had ever been. Yeah. At least anybody white that you had talked to. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah, like the oldest white people would be like, I worked in the, in the, in the West. And then you'd be like, mm, it's not that West anymore, old timer. Yeah. Because I like, more, go. I went further than you this That's Ohio. It's generation. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So that was the old West. Currently, you're in the current West by your way of thinking. Yeah. The, the present West. That makes, your, that makes that choice of words make a lot more sense, actually. So yeah, we yes. got the saloon, the hotel, or the sheriff's office. What are you feeling? What's your poison today, Matt? My poison is to go to the sheriff's office and be poisoned. Really? Yeah. I'm feeling the hotel, so I'm going to hit up the hotel. Well, let me do, should I do my read first, since it sure. might be tremendously disappointing? It sounds like yours is hot, hot fire. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> okay, so I went off to the sheriff's office because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Were you really just flying blind? I had yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have a goal. Okay. I just thought that there was something this way. Uh oh. Um I go inside. Here's the tall, thin, scared sheriff. Uh he's like, Have you heard that Kurt Malloy is coming? And I'm like, No, who's that? He's the baddest bad man. It's, mm-hmm. He's gonna burn this place to the ground. That'd probably be better than not. And I ask, Hey, can I get a job here? Because I'm insane. Yeah. He says, No, <laughs> but you can person. talk to Mrs. Megan. She's a nice old lady across the street. Sure. So I can either pay a call on Mrs. Megan or not. What'd you do? Uh, I paid a call on Mrs. Megan. Hey, that's nice. I haven't seen Mrs. I feel like we haven't seen Mrs. Megan in a while. Yeah, she's the best. The yeah. little woman with sparkling blue eyes and a warm uh, smile. Uh, how is she not a bigger character? Uh, seriously, she's the she's the heart and soul of this book. Um, so I say, oh, the sheriff told me to come over here. I'm looking for a job. She says, have some tea, and I have tea with this nice old lady. Tea in and the she Wild says, West. Yeah, right. She's classy. So she's like, hey, you could go look at the posts, uh, the notices posted down at the general store, but if you want to start a newspaper, I got a printing press I bought, and I don't really want to do it anymore, because I'm like hmm. rich, and I just changed my mind about stuff. Sure. Um, so uh, I can either check the notices or start a newspaper, and I decided to start a newspaper? Really? Yeah. It seems like there's a lot in that? there. I don't know. That's, I, it I is don't a know. thick, it's a thick branch. I was hoping to find something. Like if I saw that branch, I'd be like, "Yeah, I can climb on that. I'm a grown up. Yeah, I can. I'm a little I'm heavier a than I used to be, that. but I can climb on that. That's <laughs> yeah. a thick branch." Yeah, if I was dragging an antelope to a branch to eat it, it would be that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running a newspaper sounds great. Mm-hmm. So now the Deadwood Dispatch comes out every Friday because for the weekend rush, obviously people coming into town. Sure. Uh, while I'm getting the first edition ready, a lot of the local cattle ranchers go out of their way to tell me about how terrible the sheep are and how they're eating too much grass that's making it hard for cows to eat grass. I like that they blame the sheep. Oh my gosh, that, that sounds pretty convincing. Mm-hmm. So I can either write an editorial against sheep ranchers or listen to the sheep ranchers' side. Uh, and I choose to Wait, write yeah. an editorial against sheep ranchers. Okay, that seems like a good... I feel like there's... That's, right, if either of like the two thing. are less explored, it would be that one. So, um... So I say, hey, look, cattle ranchers have been able to let those cows graze wherever they want for years. And now all these people coming in with their sheep and everything is getting messed up. And the cattlemen come by and they're like, hey, that's a, you're doing a great job with your newspaper. I really like it. But then I start having second thoughts about what I wrote because uh, the railroads are bringing more people every day, farmers uh-oh. and sheep ranchers. Maybe it's time the cattlemen learn to respect the rights of others. 
Sure. Yeah. So I don't know which side is right, but I don't want to sound wishy-washy in my newspaper or people might stop buying it. So my options are, uh, if I feel I must consider the arguments for both sides, that's one option. If I feel like I should stick to the policy I've followed up to now. Yeah. Then that's the other way I would go. I chose to consider the argument from both sides. Okay. We've done that page 50. Have we? I don't, I don't know actually. Okay. So for a time I don't run any editorials. Well, that's why I'm confused. I just stopped running editorials. Oh, wait. But I print letters from cattle ranchers who believe sheep should be kept off the open range. And I print letters from sheep ranchers who feel they have much right to it as a cattleman. Matt, I have to tell you something. What? New page. Really? Yeah, yeah, it is. 100% we haven't done that before. I thought it was sounding new because of the printing letters and stuff. I can't believe we haven't done that before. So eventually I decide sheep ranchers are here to stay. Cattlemen need to respect them. Sure. So I start writing editorials expressing that opinion, oh, okay. and I soon receive many complaining letters. <laughs> okay. But most people respect me for stating my views oh, and okay. reporting fairly the views of others. And you had already established that you were like presenting people's opinions from both yeah. sides for a little while. Exactly. The editorial section is not just for me. It's for anybody with editorial. But I do appreciate that section. eventually you did write an editorial mm-hmm. saying, hey, like we've listened to both sides, but I really do think there's a right here and a wrong here. Yeah, like a journalist would probably have gone and talked to the sheep ranchers and then had an opinion. <laughs> uh, but I guess I've decided to jump straight to editor and sure. read yep. letters that people send. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't so, be going um, and doing interviews policy, you're the editor. <laughs> exactly. This policy yeah. enables me to sell more and more copies of the Deadwood Dispatch. Yeah. Hey, hey, nice. A new ending. And that allowed you to sell more and more copies, huh? That's right, it did. So like a version of journalistic integrity was rewarded. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like, look, people make mistakes. I should have gone and talked to them right away. But I corrected the mistakes. I listened. And I think I did the right thing. Yeah. You should feel good about yourself. Yeah, I feel just fine. I feel now terrified terrified about this book, though, because (laughs) I think every ending that is left is going to be like that. It's going to be branches that we thought were done. Yeah. Because I feel like the other books, at this point, we found, like, one more branch that we hadn't found before. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, we finished that up. But this is just, like, little, oh, it's real deep book janitor stuff. Yeah. So if we get to oh, man. two endings today, then we will have three remaining, which could just be two more podcasts. Could just be two more episodes. But I assure you it will be six or seven. <laughs> what if there's a loop think... page? <laughs> well, what do you mean? Like a page we need to get that doesn't get us a new ending. It just loops us back around to another branch we've already done. That seems like... Because there's a couple loops in here. There are a couple pages that just take us back to other branches that we've already done. We've already experienced that. On this this book forever (laughs) trying to find that page. (laughs) I don't know if there is one, but I have concerns. Uh, Well, congratulations, man. A new page, a new ending. You... Prove yourself a it. good news person. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Well, thanks. I really appreciate that. Let's see if you can bring all that skill to this week's quiz. <laughs> oh, this. <clears throat> it's the game we play when we want to take a quiz. It's choose your own adventure or dot, dot, dot. I gotta fade that out. You don't have to fade out. Just like uh, this is gonna be a little bit different this week. It's time for our first ever. Uh Check your knowledge. (laughs) I'll make that sound cooler with effects in post. (laughs) That's right. The first ever check your knowledge quiz. Because like I said before. Oh no, I don't want to do this. Like I said before, this podcast doing this podcast should make us smarter about choose your own adventure books oh, okay so i want to see how smart we are about choose your own adventure books are you ready to take the quiz definitely not but i am ready to educate myself and try to be better are you ready to check your knowledge yes all yeah, right fine. Yeah. <laughs> 10 questions <sighs> 10 chances this is Are like a ready? regular quiz this isn't choose your own adventure or this is just a just... regular quiz this is courtesy of funtrivia.com <laughs> By authored Wait. by Neon Zero Zero Zero. 
Did you not so make, thank you, you didn't Neon make a quiz? You just looked up a quiz on the internet? Well, it was so good. And oh, how am okay. I going to look up a quiz to know, to check my knowledge of how much I know about Choose Your Adventure books? Oh, that's a good point. Okay, I'm ready. somebody smarter like Neon000 to do it for me. Okay. Number one, what author mm. created the series and wrote the first book, The Cave of Time, in 1979, as well as many of the subsequent volumes? Judy Bloom, Edward Packard, no. R.L. Yes. Stein, or Dean Koontz? No. no. Who is it? Edward Packard. You got it right. It was B, Edward Packard. Congratulations. Thank you. What did the so books so require readers to do? Read parts of the text using a mirror? No. Write to the publisher in order to find out no. the ending? <laughs> Which would be amazing. <laughs> really good. Use a decoder ring? No. Periodically yes. jump to different pages? <laughs> Number D, yes. That's kind of, uh, I feel like it's a little more than that. It's not just periodically jumping to different pages. I mean, that would be pretty interesting it's if a you just, more... when you got bored, and pop over to <laughs> another page jump. to see what's up. Jump 20. <laughs> the main Okay, this is a true or false question. Are you ready? Yeah, okay, yeah. The main character in each book could never be killed. False. That's right. It was false. Actually, you know what? I'm just telling you these things are right, but I should actually be filling out the quiz here, making sure we get a 100%. We are getting 100% right now. The book Inside UFO 5450 had an unusual yeah. feature. What was it? It's, it's a page you can't get to unless you cheat. Uh, That's the wrong book. Wait, do I have options? Give me options. No, the, you are correct, but the <laughs> options are very strange. They're not. The options aren't right. Parts right, of it were written in one. invisible ink. None of the instructions in the book actually led to the ending. There was a contest for fans to write the ending. It used a supposedly alien alphabet. I think it's probably the one that none it's, of the instructions led to the ending. Yeah, maybe it means not to an ending. That ending, yeah. In 2007, Choose Co. released Or the f- if huh? the purpose of the book is to find the this uh, paradise place, and the only way you can do it is by cheating. No. I think that's what it was. Oh, right. Like, that's the best ending. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. In 2007, Chusco released the first new Chooser and Adventure book in nine years. What was the title? Forecast from Machu Picchu? Forecast Mm. from the Pyramids? Forecast Mm. forecast from Stonehenge? Forecast from London Bridge? This one is a tricky one. Isn't it? There are two I like. Which ones? I'm going to... I'm gonna answer in order of my faves. Sure. I think it's I think it's Stonehenge, but it might be okay. Machu Picchu. Okay. We'll go uh, Stonehenge. Totally I don't know if it's right or not. Oh. I'll have to tell you at the end. The third book in the original series was written by Doug Turman. In it, the character traveled to what desert? Oh, the Negev, the Gobi, the Sahara, or the Kalahari? Oh dear. Uh oh dear. I'm gonna say Sahara. Yeah, I think I think that's got to be right. Again, I do not know the answers. <laughs> Who was the murder victim in the title of a 1981 volume Harlow of the Thrombie. series? That's correct. So two out of four so far. Wait, what uh, are the other options for that one? The Crown Prince, Paul no. Revere, the captain <laughs> of the Titanic. Whoa! <laughs> in a 1980- the murder of Paul Revere. <laughs> <laughs> in a 1983 <laughs> Choose Your Own Adventure book, readers got to travel to what part of the cosmos? A black hole? Hyperspace? The asteroid belt? The horsehead Hyperspace. nebula? Hyperspace. It's got to be right. Yeah. In book number six, what was the main character's code name? Omnis, Luke, Jonah, or Teresa? Whoa. Whoa. In number six. I know this one, actually. Really? Uh-huh. Wait, what are the names again? Omnis. Luke, Jonah, Teresa. I got a good feeling about Jonah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a book called Your Code Name is Jonah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, the first book of the series to be set in the Old West was released by Bantam Books in 1980. What was it called? Deadwood City. That's right. It's not what The Last Chance Saloon. It's not The New Sheriff in Town. And it's not Gold Rush. Let's submit your answers, Matt. Let's see. Let's check your knowledge. Okay. Matt? Yeah. You got 10 out of 10. Yeah. You <laughs> sleep well tonight. Congratulations, sir. That. That feels good. Was a clear victory. <laughs> it was a victory sound, kind of. Plus, well, maybe some people are falling asleep right now because <laughs> of our little key minutes. jam. That's a great idea. All right. Um, great quiz. Thanks, man. I feel yeah. like uh, this, ha- this hasn't all been for naught. Uh, would I'm you... now able to answer 10 out of 10 
what would otherwise be a very difficult quiz. Yeah, you, I don't. Th- I think you would have maybe gotten. I don't know. Maybe I would have gotten two? exactly zero of those. Yeah. If... I feel like we could have guessed Edward Packard because those other authors were obvious, but that's about it. All right, you want to hear what happens to me? I would love to. I'm okay. ready for for the shot down in a place of glory. Well, no, I didn't play that part of the song. Shot. Uh, oh, is that shot, the part that gives it away? Shot, shot, shot down Does that give something away? in a place. That'd be a good ma- mix-up. That's actually how it goes whenever I sing it karaoke. Shots, 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 shot, shots shot, down shot, in a place of glory. Right? Yeah. Can you mash that up for me? Yeah, I can. No, I'm not going to do it. Come on. Yeah, okay, I'll do a mash. Yes. Um. So last we metaphysically ripped apart from each other on our journey. Yeah. Uh, I headed over <laughs> to the hotel. Dark, dingy. Old wagon wheels, badly painted pictures of mountains, moth-eaten rugs. I ask about a room. The guy's shocked that I'm there. Um, tells me that <laughs> Kurt Malloy and his badmen are coming to town. He's the meanest in the West. All the desperados. Everyone's scared, even the sheriff. Um, but I do need a place to stay. But this time I decide not to stay. I decide to go outside, maybe find some place else to stay. So Whoa. I turn to page 12. Mm. Where I meet an old friend. Oh, this guy. The gaping, toothy maw <laughs> of Kurt Malloy. Outside, the sun is so bright, I have to squint. And there he is on his horse, who we still don't know what the horse looks like, because the horse's head is cut off in the illustration. So we'll, we will never know if this is like a sexy horse or a normal horse or a mean horse. It maybe has the same uh, strange tooth situation that this guy has, where he only has top teeth, but they're four times as long as regular teeth, so it doesn't matter. And out of all the horrible things that have happened in Choose Your Own Adventure books, that was too far. That picture of the horse with those weird teeth was too far for the children to see, so they had to edit it. The first amount, the first bit of censorship in any of these books. It's really messed up. Yep. Uh, it's definitely Kurt Malloy. He's a real spook. He comes up to me and he says, I'm not sure I want you in this town, kid. My choice is to decide. Give me a few minutes to consider <laughs> all of the information. I'm very ambivalent. <laughs> um, you could call me the ambivalent of this piece. Wow. Although you would likely pronounce it ambivalent. I would take ambivalent. I'm just leaving was, you out, out there for this one. If I got a prescription. <laughs> ambivalent. 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 Side effects may include just like kind of just hanging. Uh, side like effects. Being, out, being down for whatever. May include your lip retreating up under your nose <laughs> and your teeth growing. Um, Interior so, eyelidding. Interior <laughs> eyelidding. Uh, so I can choose to shoot it right back at him or keep cool and avoid trouble. But I'm not standing for this. I've had enough of these... It's like that point in Groundhog Day when he just doesn't care anymore. So I decide just to tell Malloy that I don't want him in this town either. Yeah. You talk to you like that, you talk you talk that right back. Yeah, That's it's kind of also about. a ridiculous thing to say. I say, <laughs> you're Kurt Malloy, aren't you? And uh, I say, I hear you're planning to take over this town. Well, I'm here to tell you that this town doesn't want you. <gasps> I feel like, I wonder if maybe, I've only talked to one person in this town so far. Like, there might have been a few people who were like, well... I mean, we were actually kind of looking forward to... <laughs> oh, yeah. We're largely in favor of yeah, Mr. All... Malloy taking yeah. over. I, mean, I don't know if he's you've my been uncle. in the hotel. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you met the sheriff? <laughs> uh, he goes for his gun, but I am ready for him, Matt. And I draw two. You draw two guns? Yep. <laughs> That's how you win in a cowboy fight. <laughs> you miss Kurt Malloy completely. Whoops. Which I knew that was going to happen. It's okay. Everybody calm down. I got shot in my leg. It's not a big deal. I sink to the ground. It's okay. He says he's letting me off easy this time and takes off. Um, But I like to think that if I hadn't confronted him, maybe somebody else would have gotten the brunt of his violence. So maybe yeah. I came into town just in time to save somebody else from, you know, an unpleasant fate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some people come out, check on me, take me to a doctor <laughs> because mm-hmm. I'm a child. Uh, luckily, my wound is not serious, which is if a doctor told me that my gunshot leg wound wasn't serious, <laughs> I'd definitely get a new doctor. Yeah. 
Uh, but I do feel strong enough to leave nice. town in a few days. Ah, <laughs> so my choice smart. here is do you decide to go after Malloy and try to get even? Mm. Or do I forget about Malloy and de- leave Deadwood City? Boy. What do you think I did? I kind of I kind of feel like from your... Oh, I think you're going to... I think you're bust. I think you're heading out. I, I am heading out. That's right. I'm sick of revenge, right? I've had my fill of it. <laughs> it led me nowhere but to sadness and despair. So yeah, I'm out. I hit the trail for the next town. Wait for it. I'm waiting. New page. <laughs> the weather's good, and when you arrive, you have no trouble getting a job at nearby Tumbleweed Ranch. Nice. Pe- people are nice. Food's good. Ooh. After you've been there for a week. What is Matt's, this? Buckle up and get ready for this. Ah. Don't read ahead. Don't read ahead. Oh, no. After you've been there for a week. The owner is so pleased with your work that he gives you a guitar. Can Shot. you say new piece of information in the book? Uh, that's, that's a Guitars mighty one exist in this universe. That actually that first guitar. Hard. First guitar in the book. Dang it. If you can or find another guitar that, anywhere. Guitar, now what? You enjoy sitting around the fire playing your guitar and singing with the other ranch hands, Matt. That's what. Oh, it often it occurs to you that the smartest thing you ever did was to get out of Deadwood City. Mm. Now that's a full and complete cowboy adventure. Including a cowboy song at the end. Including a cowboy song with other Sitting ranch around hands the fire. around a fire. Where they're like, hey, play the song about you, that time you got shirt by, <laughs> shot by Kurt Malloy. You know, I, I know other songs. Like I know like any, like any, like any folktale song or like... I know a lot. I don't have to just yeah, play that one. We like the one where you get shot, and we like making you sing about it. <laughs> All right, shot down, down by Kurt Malloy. <laughs> Ow, my leg! It really hurts. And then I ran away. <laughs> Never uh, going back. <laughs> well, so that was my well, adventures. Crumbs. It was fantastic, exciting, real roller coaster ride. Everything you would want out of a cowboy adventure. I got shot. I ran away. I got a guitar. What <sighs> more? How how could you more cowboy than that? I kind of thought it. I kind of thought the prediction thing would. I wouldn't lose that r- r- so fast. <laughs> <laughs> guitar. That's why I that took the bet because so I already knew that I had won the bet. Oh, that was really cheating. But that was on. Now me, we can. Since that was cheating, because I already knew I had won bet. No, won the it's bet. okay. No, no, I think this is actually reasonable. We just make it. Um, Starting next week. No, because I definitely don't think... Mm. I mean, I guess we could do it again. <laughs> I still take the bet. Mm. Okay, yes. But I will go ahead and... and um, What's the betting terminology for when you lose, but like you're a good loser and you do the thing that you said you're going to do? Pony out. I'm going to pony out and do this song. <laughs> yeah. Because I definitely lost this bet because... I got my mind blown by a cool guitar mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and a cowboy scene that I can't believe we didn't do as a prediction, sitting around a campfire with somebody playing a song. I know, we blew that. I didn't think there would be anything new, and this is actually kind of exciting, and I'm kind of into it. <laughs> so, And I was, I, 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 I'm at Tumbleweed Ranch, which is the most cowboyish sounding ranch. I kind of think that maybe I got shot <laughs> in the leg, and I bled out, and in my last seconds of life... I imagined this idyllic ranch, Tumbleweed Ranch. I just knew how to play guitar. I just pictured myself with yeah. a bunch of ranch hands singing beautiful, you know, Americana folk songs into the <laughs> night sky. Yeah. And then I was gone with the embers floating up, becoming stars. All right. Now I'm really sad. <laughs> <laughs> feel very sad. Don't inside. be sad though, because now um, you're gonna get mad because we have to decide. One will win and one will oh. lose. Who will do the better choose? Yes, there can be only one who has lost and who has won. Who will have the winning lead? Are you Team Chris or our Matt's team? Who will the big winner be? Listen now and you will see. It's me. I don't know. Hear me out. Okay. So <laughs> I came to town looking for work. Yeah, got work. Not just any work. I now I'm the news. I now I run the newspaper. Sure, I've carved out a place for myself in this town of Deadwood. 
And then, uh, sure, I made a mistake backing the cattle uh, ranchers uh, without even talking to the sheep ranchers, but I corrected course. I made sure people in the community were heard, and I became respected for it. And then my newspaper became a success, and I sold yeah. more and more copies. You were probably a financial success. I mean, they don't quantify what more and more copies means. More and more is more and more, so more than from before. Last time it was an amount, and now it was more than that, and then more than that after that. Yeah, it's hard for that. And then not what to be happened to you good. was that you confronted a guy in the street and he yeah. shot you. Sure. Yeah, that and I'll then, give you that. You did not get shot at any point, did you? No. Okay. And then you limped away and never came back. Yeah. And you lived out your life working as a ranch hand, um, snatching small bits of happiness wherever you could. But I did say that I feel like the greatest choice I ever made was leaving Deadwood City, and you didn't leave Deadwood City. Right, but that was like also the last choice you made. And also, it wasn't so much a choice as... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it was more that every every night I lay down to bed and I'm like, I'm glad I left. I'm glad I left. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that Marcel. feeling. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. And playing guitar on fire is nice. But the yeah. rest of the time, I am ranch handing. You're the probably way, sitting guy, in a little guy. newspaper building. Yeah. There's pilot. Glad handing with the, the hoity toits uh, or the fancy people in town. The general store is probably right next door. Yeah, because I, I go over and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And I always take a piece of molasses and I'm like chewing on it and I never pay for it. Yeah. Like, that doesn't say anything, but like, he, like, he, I, like I, I, maybe I advertise that molasses is so good next door. Yeah, and you, and you know it bugs him, but you buy other stuff so he doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, yeah. I don't go to the other general store that opened up later. Are there two general stores? Well, there's yeah, ten but saloons, I do hang out I with that guy. I'm not two sure. general stores. I think um, the guy who runs Tumbleweed Ranch was like, I'm so tired of walk watching that ranch hand walk around all dejected and sad. Mm. I was gonna give him this guitar. No, it clearly says he gives me the guitar because I did. He was so happy with my work. What's well, what he said? Well, I think I'm probably insightful enough to understand his motives. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, but here's the problem that we're butting up against. We've had yeah. this problem before. Yeah, is the better ending the one that we would rather do like i would rather run a newspaper next to a general store molasses candy than like Uh cowhand or is the better ending the better cowboy adventure yeah it's a better cowboy adventure you very much uh you very much won the won this episode mine is all cowboy yeah and there was a guitar i can't believe it yeah so uh, i still think i won it yeah you did okay sweet yes (laughs) i'll play a sound but, you know, as part of housekeeping, I probably should have paid attention to I've not updated the score, so I have no idea. We're going to have to go back and listen to all of that. Listen to all of what? <laughs> all the <laughs> podcast endings to figure out who won. Oh, yeah, I'll just listen to all of it again to figure it out. That's what I usually have to do. I do like our voices anyway, <laughs> so that works out well. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been a very fun time back in the Wild West with you. It's nice to be back in the Wild West and away from rumors about zombies. <laughs> because that was just rumors too about education for me uh matt do you, how are we doing with complex and concrete are you ready to do one this week like do we have some new yeah, stuff on the fresh, track we have a fresh fresh batch of complex and concrete and i almost wrote a new complex and concrete song but i couldn't do anything that i liked oh much. no 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 this comp i think let's keep with this one it's fantastic all right good i'll so, play it right so, now to double check yeah here we go Complies are compliments, you see, and concrees are constructive criticism. I have one without the other, why that'd be no fun. No fun. Sure, it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit. But would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments? It's complies and concrete. That's right. It's, it's complies and concrete where we pick a recipient to receive a compliment and a piece of constructive criticism. And if you want to be a recipient, then all you have to do is follow us on Twitter and jump in the conversation with us. And, and and then you'll be, uh, in, I'll add you to this <laughs> list of people's names. You did it. You did so it. So today, <laughs> today's person as determined by a random number generator that Google's helpfully provided when you search for that is deep boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Uh, Gabrielle Montoot, G Montoot on Twitter. What? Congratulations. Gabrielle. Congra- congratulations. Oh, 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 oh. 
your oh. fresh, uh, brand new copy. I will now roll for it with a 20 sided die. It's number 18, and I don't have to reroll because. Okay, so your comply is unerring feel for productive drama. Now, Ooh. that's the weirdest one I wrote. Okay. That's very much the weirdest one. So, what is an unerring feel for productive drama? Sure. Look, all friends, all groups of people have drama. You can't get away from it. There's always going to be some drama. Yeah. You have a great feel and an intuitive feel for drama that is productive. Oh. Drama that's going to make the friendship tighter or drama that's oh. going to get your friends over that hump into in a whole new uh, world of friendship. Nice. So you got an unerring feel for productive drama. Love it. Which is a good thing. Just prepare uh, yourself. And, yeah. And now here's a piece of constructive criticism. Again, these are all crafted very specifically to apply to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So uh, we rolled a four. Okay. Which means your piece of constructive criticism is your favorite emoji does not mean what you think it means. Oh, no. Double check it. Yeah. Do so just search. like you probably have a few favorite ones. And I would just like Google it and just it's not. A, I doubt it's a big deal or anything, but people might be like, whoa. It could just be confusing. Like you're trying to make a plan with somebody or something. Yeah. yeah. Like you're sending a note to your parents and they're like, whoops, what's this now? Yeah. Just That's ask the them. Thing. You can be honest and ask them. If yeah, parents know a lot about emojis text. these days. They're all about emojis. So thank you so much, Gabriel, for listening and hanging out on Twitter with us and everybody else also for doing the same. Uh, and welcome to a whole new universe of Complies and Concretes. Oh, it's great. How many are there? 20 of each? Now there's 19 new ones of each after that happened. That'll get us for another half a year? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome job, everybody. Awesome job listening. Matt, awesome yeah. job talking. You too. You did a you great job. You could probably work on the listening a little bit. Reignited my passion for this book. Yeah, it's on. Don't get too excited. Two more <laughs> weeks, y'all. We can do it. We can do it. Send us your send us your best wishes and your thoughts. If we if we all focus our strongest positive energies, yeah. <laughs> we can do this in two more weeks, and yeah. we'll be coming at you real soon with some. Um, Options for the next book. So oh, yeah, that's going to be exciting. That. That's something to be positive about. Yeah, and there'll sure. be a song all about how great Chris is next time also, so that'll be some positivity as well. And I'm sure there'll be a mid-cod like any day now. I'm going to. It's been two days since we recorded last time. <laughs> 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 mid-cod uh, will, will return. All right. Um, all right. That takes care of all of the dumping. Uh, everybody. <laughs> Have a nice week. Enjoy it. You deserve it. <laughs> Until next week, uh, take care to keep your business drier than yourself. I added your page to the document. <laughs> <laughs> That was me leaving. <laughs>